Hello, Stephen. Hello, Erica. You probably can't hear it in the background because this microphone does a nice job of blocking it out, but there is some thumping bass going on somewhere in this building. Holy mama. I think it's our new neighbors next door. Oh, it might be. I don't know. Sound travels weird in this building, so it could be from elsewhere. Well, I poked my head out earlier on the balcony. Uh, we were potting plants today uh, and noticed that there was some music coming through, I think, the balcony next door. I see. Well, it's it's a long weekend. It's a holiday celebration for Victoria Day, I guess. Yes. Whoa, Victoria Day, and we just watched Victoria and Doctor Who. Oh my God, let's pretend we did that on purpose. Hooray! <laughs> Yay, happy Victoria Day. Victoria Day is on Monday. It's not named after Victoria Waterfield. It's named after Queen Victoria, mm-hmm. uh, who was played by Jenna Coleman. Oh, whoa. whoa. Doctor Who connections, left, right, and center. A happy Royal Wedding Day as well. That's right. That's right. That also that also happened. Yeah. People were pretty excited about that. Maybe that's what the party's for. They are celebrating <laughs> the Royal Wedding. It is on nonstop. Like I thought for, because uh, it was on at what, four in the morning? Yeah. And I thought, you know, maybe I will watch it. And I think, oh, it's probably gone. I don't know. I don't know where you can get it. Maybe it's on download. I'm, literally, I flip around and I think CBS is rebroadcast and CNN and CBC has got it all the way around the clock. Like it's everywhere on the TV. Uh, do you have any affinity with uh, weddings and or royal weddings? No and no. Okay. Um, I just like, I mean, I, re- I remember that when Charles and Diana got married, it was a thing like that. I I vaguely remember from you being a like, kid. You were four at the time. Was I? Yeah. No. July twenty ninth, nineteen eighty one. Huh. Well, I remember it. So, well. like, I remember people being excited about it. Mm-hmm. Weirdly, I not my family. Well, the the hoopla around that carried on for years. Okay. Maybe I'm just remembering that. Could be. But yeah, but anyway, yeah, I don't I don't I'm, I'm if if you're into that sort of thing, go you, but yeah. uh but yeah, that kind of pomp and circumstance and <laughs> waste of taxpayer dollars. Uh, <laughs> uh. I uh, I have some issues with that. But hey, I don't live there. It just it's interesting that in Canada, it seems that um fascination with the royals is more widespread than in the states because I don't think I knew anybody personally who really tracked any of them in any way. Whereas here, it's just sort of a common thing that everybody at least knows who they are. And I mean, you know, queens on the money and stuff. So there you go. Yeah, a lot of our money. On the other side of every coin and then on the $20 bill is the queen, Queen Elizabeth II, Mm -hmm. as of recording this, just in case there's an Elizabeth III in the future. (laughs) Or indeed, if you're listening to this way back in the uh, 1500s and it's Elizabeth I. Mm Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, actually, the highway that goes between here and Calgary is the is the QE2 as well. Mm-hmm. So, so yeah, um, Royals. Yeah. We didn't watch any Royals today. Not as much. No, but we did get back at uh, watching some Doctor Who, though, mm-hmm. uh, with the Abominable Snowman Part 1. Part 1. Yeah. Yep. Uh, first off, before we go any further, uh, no, just a, a tip of the hat to the late Graham Strong who passed away this past week. We wouldn't have been able to enjoy this or any other missing episode for the most part without uh, Graham Strong hooking up an audio recorder to his TV. Uh, That's why we got that pretty damn good crystal clear sound uh, to watch watch the Telesnap version of uh, episode one. Yep. Yeah. That was a a 
I was thinking of him a lot this week. And uh, and yeah, Lazy Doctor Who owes a huge, huge, huge debt of gratitude to him for risking life and limb uh, by like jacking in. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doctor Who fandom in general. Because, yep. um, you know, we, we have 97 missing episodes, but it doesn't feel like that sometimes when we have the audio and some of the visuals to go along with it. Mm-hmm. And for this one... Uh, I don't know if you noticed, but there's no incidental music going on at all oh. in this entire episode. You know, I didn't. Um, there was there was some sound effects of like blowing wind, though, right? Yep. Okay, I and guess monks toward the end. Oh yeah, the singing. Yeah. Yep. So that's but that, that doesn't count as incidental music because <coughs> no. that was diegetic. Uh, yeah. Diegetic music. Mm-hmm. Speaking of the monks, let's just get this out of the way right away. Let's do it. Bunch of white guys playing Tibet Tibetan monks. Mm. Yep. The end. I yeah, I'm I'm not I'm not trying to defend it. I am trying to understand it uh and as what was going on at the time. And I'm just thinking as I the more I watch of these kind of things, it's not like they're um they're not like playing it up. True. But mm-hmm. it feels like a very theater thing mm-hmm. whereas a company of actors would do various different plays mm-hmm. and they would just sort of dress accordingly and just play the part. And that's kind of what I get from, from these performances. Mm -hmm. Yep. I mean, that's, that's, that's the way they did it. It still doesn't make it great, but, uh, I mean, probably they would have had maybe a bit of trouble finding actually that many Tibetan actors, but I could have found some actual people of color. Anyway, Lissai. All right, let's move on. All right. Um, what else do you want to know about this thing before we dive in? Um, I don't know. Oh, because they, what they, what do you mean? Yeah, what are you, what, what are you asking? I don't know. I asked so I could tell. Uh, huh. This is the beginning of a production block, a new production block, uh, because Tomb of the Cybermen was the, t- the last one of the previous production block that they made uh, with um, a different, like Victor Pemberton, Peter Bryant in the production. I actually didn't notice who was producer on this one. Was it Bryant again? Yeah, it was Peter Bryant. Okay, uh, but Victor Pemberton wasn't no. scripted. Who scripted it? Did you notice? I, I forget this time. That one I right. missed. I don't think it was Pemberton, though. No. Ennis Lloyd? No, Ennis Lloyd's producer. Peter Bryant was script editor, obviously. Oh, okay. There we go. Duh. I, I saw his name. I didn't. I wasn't paying attention to the caption. Yeah, this is, the, this is sort of like when Derek... Sure, when Peter Bryant sort of start fading in, but it sort of happens over a few episodes, and I always get this part of uh, history confused. Anyway, uh, whenever there's the beginning or end of a production block, that allows them some time to sort of go in and have location shoot. And so they shot for like four or five days up in Wales, Ooh. in the mountains. Well, the mountains where we live four hours away from the Rocky Mountains. Those are proper mountains, but these are like Welsh mountains and there's supposed to be snow. I think they were shooting in September, October, 1967 and there was no snow. Um, but it was mountains in Wales to sort of like double for the Himalayas. That's cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's a thing. Um, the Himalayas. I was going to say that. Is it called the Himalayas now? I mean, it's, it's, it, I grew up doing transcendental meditation, so I always heard the Maharshi Mahashyogi say Himalayas. So that's that's what I said I, for many years. I've only known it uh, whenever the artisanal salts come in, <laughs> and you get that to like the little pink, pink Himalayan salt. Mm-hmm. Mm, that's good stuff. Lots it, of good minerals. Is it actually from the Himalayas? Yeah. 
Well, if if it's if it's labeled as pink Himalayan salt, then in theory, that's that is yes, where it should be from. In theory, if it's if it's properly labeled, you know, if it says sea salt, it, it, in theory, it should be from the sea. Should be, <laughs> but all not all feta cheese is from Greece, which it should be, or cheddar cheese from cheddar, and so on. Whatever. What do you think of this episode? Um, it had some good parts and it had some less good parts. Oh, like oh, go on. Um, I I quite liked the uh, the three of them in the TARDIS at the beginning. Just I I haven't seen that much of uh, seen heard that much of Victoria and Jamie and the Doctor, but I really like their their little their little team. Victoria is like she knows how to use the scanner on the TARDIS. She's egging Jamie on. Um, I love her teasing him about wearing something cold and him being all you know I'm a I'm a Highlander, so I don't I don't care about the cold. And she's like, well, it's you know she knows enough to know that that's going to be different even though you know she's she's from a long time uh, ago c- compared to when this show is uh when the show is made and now of course 100 but, years yeah pretty much well, not yeah. not as much actually but uh but still like she you know she'd heard of the the Himalayas so she knows that they're you know they're they're real yeah <laughs> we talk about the Rockies <laughs> talk about actual proper mountains uh if you're going to use that word proper to describe them um so I just I I just like her her interactions with them. It's it's a little much when she just wants to chase down a giant animal with a footprint that size. <laughs> yeah. uh, that's I feel like that's a bridge too far. Uh, but then it is funny to see them sort of switch places as soon as they realize it's probably people because there's some some wooden beams in the in the cave. Uh, Jamie's like, well, I'm not scared of a man. And Victoria is immediately like, no, let's go back, uh-huh. uh, which was funny, but it didn't seem like it was explained very, very well. Like, suddenly, why is she scared of people and she's not scared of giant monsters? I don't know. That just seems a little weird. Wait, explain why she's scared of people, but not giant monsters? Well, she's not scared of giant creatures, right. creatures with giant feet prints. Yeah. Um, but as soon as there's a wooden beam, she's like, let's go back. Maybe she's afraid of um, <clears throat> lower classes being as an aristocrat as she was. Uh, maybe. You know? I don't. I don't know like, what. That oh is. no! There could be workmen near. Ah, let's get away. <laughs> That's rude. <laughs> well, uh, she was. A, she was Victorian values. Oh, very funny. Yeah. Um, but then, of course, they're both scared at the end when they actually see the the Yeti attack. Yeah. So that was that. That part was fun. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. What What didn't you like? The monks talking to each other. Maybe it would be different if we could actually see it, but it was very, very slow. Yeah. And then they'd speak. <laughs> and then the other guy would speak. And then the other, other guy. Like, it was just... There was at least one conversation that I honestly found myself going, really? What's <laughs> what's happening? Like, are they... The miming to each other or something that we can't see monks are well perhaps it was part of the like you know monks are very serene oh, and calm and they sort of like speak very slowly although Crisson is kind of uh, he is a bit of a firebrand as played by Norman Jones mm-hmm. his first of four appearances in Doctor Who Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> I know this is what you have to look forward to Mm-hmm. That's not you looked forward to. <laughs> I yell sometimes when the mic's over you because I want you to get your reaction. <laughs> but then I yell so you can hear me too. 
even though you're that, right in the room. That annoys me when you speak not into the microphone. Knock it off. Sorry. <laughs> I don't. I don't. I really don't have any reaction to Norman Jones. I'm sorry to to uh, disappoint you. That's okay. Uh, what about Patrick Troughton? Oh, he was he was delightful. Um, I I appreciate how many telesnaps we got of him pulling faces and just you know thinking the the, the narration um, that Fraser Hines does and the version that we that we watched. So, you know, the doctor sits and thinks pensively or something like that. Like, and it was a really really good uh, moment um, picture wise of the doctor doing exactly that. So. So that was fun. Mm-hmm. I I wish we you know could see him moving. I know that the next episode is is moving pictures, so yep. I look forward to that. Uh, this is him in the big um, the big fur coat, which I knew that he wore at some point. I don't know if he continues after this or what, but I just knew that was a thing. It's funny how the fur coat uh, it was made famous mostly for five doctors because he wears it in oh, that. Okay, that totally makes sense now. Yeah. Yep. All right. So I guess I've seen him wearing it already. Yeah. Um, it's uh, it's cool to watch, quote unquote, when he's walking around the monastery, when he's exploring in the mountains and stuff, when he's, you know, basically just doing stuff that it's just him in those scenes. Mm-hmm. He's not talking to himself. Oh, yeah. It's just him looking around. And that's where I wish we had moving pictures because you could see just what's going on what's what's ticking in that brain is he's sort of like exploring and thinking about things and everything and you there is a great but that said when he goes you know he's all like oh goodness yay yeah we're at this place let's go i'm gonna go look and stuff you stay here let's go look at the monastery let's go find that place where i've always wanted to go again and then he found what did he find again in in the hills uh first he saw the foot print i think yeah. and then he ran across the campsite, the campsite and a yeah. dead body and a gun that had been mangled well that was after he went out of the tardis again but he so he found the footprint yes. and then he comes back and then you can tell instantly in his performance the way he's delivering his lines that something's changed changed and jamie recognizes it eventually but like you immediately sort of can tell and that's such a brilliant subtle change in performance he's good he's a very He's a very good actor. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then what else? Oh, they uh, they're in the monastery with uh, with the slim Buddha statue, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, and then it, and then he's imprisoned by and then there's um, um, Watling. No, what's his name? Travers. Travers is played by Jack Watling. Ah, uh, okay. Who is the father of Victoria? It's played by actually the father of um, Deborah Watling. Who plays Victoria? Oh, okay. So that's her actual dad. Actual ah, that's. Dad. I feel like I knew that. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Neat. That's cool. So there. And you've seen the Web of Fear, right? I have. Yeah. Because as soon as they said Travers, I was like, oh, that's probably Anne Travers' father. I remember her dad had something to do with something or other. And yeah. So you know, I'm spoilers if you're watching Doctor Who for the first time. Yeah. But whatever. I know. Uh, when you're watching it out of order, this is like a prequel. Yeah, I mean, it kind of is. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, it really absolutely is not. But no, uh, but, it but to me, it it's it's discovering it in, in that order because, yeah, I have seen The Web of Fear, mm-hmm. all except for episode three. That's true. None of us have. Mm-hmm. But we can hear it, thanks to Graham Strong. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else about uh, Abominable Snowmen Part 1? Um, I like the... No, I'll talk about that later because otherwise, technically, it's spoilery since I know what's <laughs> I know what's up with a yeti. 
So I wonder what that is. I don't know. <laughs> oh, I know. Hashtag teaser, even for you. Even for me. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it's good to be back. Uh, hockey dominates the schedules in uh, April and May in this household, so that's why we haven't been uh, doing that much to, uh, at least Doctor Who. But it's the summer, and while other people in the apartment building might be partying it up, we're watching Reconstruction Doctor Who from 51 years ago. So basically, we are partying it up Damn, better. <laughs> Happy Victoria Day weekend, everyone. Woo! <laughs> Goodbye. Bye. Bye.